Duncan McLean is the Doctor of Movies. Hello everyone, I'm Duncan McLean. This is episode 29 of the Doctor of Movies podcast, and we're going to jump into Ant-Man. You just can't bet against Marvel Studios at the moment. Every time they announce a new project based on some obscure comic that raises your eyebrows and makes you think, surely this is the one that makes them stumble, they find a way to make it work. Boy, did it work with James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy last year, and it's worked again, albeit not quite to as dramatic an extent, with Peyton Reed's Ant-Man, a light, funny, surprisingly heartfelt superhero movie. Imagine a soldier the size of an insect. The ultimate secret weapon. Decades ago, when working with S.H.I.E.L.D., Dr. Hank Pym invented the Pym Particle, a formula that alters atomic relative distance, reducing the space between atoms while increasing their strength. Using this discovery, he became the original Ant-Man. However, after a terrible accident, he gave up the superhero life and, concerned by the potential weaponization of his technology, vowed to keep his formula a secret. But now his former protege Darren Cross, who took over his company PIM Technologies and voted him out, is on the verge of unlocking the secret of the PIM particle, so Hank needs someone to become the Ant-Man, break into PIM Tech and steal Cross's research. And that someone is Scott Lang. Freshly out of San Quentin, Scott is a thief determined to keep on the straight and narrow for the sake of his young daughter Cassie. You're different. And I believe everyone deserves a shot at redemption. Do you? Absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are over. What do you want me to do? I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Makes sense. While Avengers Age of Ultron did gangbusters at the box office earlier this year, taking $1.38 billion at the worldwide box office on its way to becoming the sixth highest grossing film of all time, the film's reception was largely lukewarm. With its many returning and new characters, and constant alluding to events from other franchises, audiences were starting to feel a bit of superhero fatigue. For Marvel Studios, Ant-Man is a really savvy follow-up to Avengers Age of Ultron, as it is an entirely different type of film. For starters, while containing the mandatory tie-ins with the central Avengers franchise, as well as a teasing allusion to the upcoming incorporation of Spider-Man into the fold, Ant-Man is the most self-contained film that Marvel Studios have made in a long time, with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy. You don't have to have seen other films to enjoy Ant-Man. Rather, you feel like you have seen a whole film, and that's quite a refreshing change. It also continues the Marvel tradition of dabbling in different genres. Where Captain America The Winter Soldier was a conspiracy thriller, Ant-Man is a classic heist movie, with the central action being a plan to break into a secure facility and steal something. In contrast to more recent Avengers films, Ant-Man brings the scale right down, no pun intended. Where in most superhero movies the fate of the world is at stake, most of the central conflict in this film is personal. Ant-Man is a film about redemption and second chances and is surprisingly intimate. It's a story of a father and a daughter, in fact two sets of fathers and daughters, um, Scott and Cassie and Hank and his daughter Hope. 
While we are made to understand that there are certainly serious consequences to cross-developing and selling his technology, that's not what is really important to us in this film. Rather, what we're focused on is Scott and whether he can become that hero that his daughter already believes him to be. This is your chance to earn that look in your daughter's eyes, to become the hero Ant-Man has a sweetness to it that does not exist in any of the other Marvel Cinematic Universe films, and a lot of that comes from the likability and charm of Paul Rudd. Not only is his Scott Lang the everyman superhero, more relatably human than any of Marvel's other heroes, he is also the world's most likable thief. He insists on being called a burglar rather than a robber, as robbery implies threat and he doesn't like violence. While we first meet him in prison, we're quickly reassured that the crime which landed him there was a bit of a Robin Hood affair, stealing millions from the tech giant Vistacorp and returning it to customers who had been swindled. Now that he is out and determined to go straight, all of his decisions are being motivated by his desire to be present for his daughter Cassie. In short, he is to cat burglars what Julia Roberts was to prostitutes in Pretty Woman. I need you to be the Ant-Man. Huh. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Let's face it, when you're making a movie about a hero whose special ability is that he can shrink down to the size of an insect and control an army of ants, things have to be done with a certain amount of tongue-in-cheek, and Ant-Man definitely does this. The final result is a different kind of superhero movie. It's more family-friendly, it's very funny, but it's also modest and really quite intimate. But for fans... Ant-Man's highly documented development troubles. Um, British filmmaker, uh, writer-director Edgar Wright, you'd know him from Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He worked on this film for eight years before withdrawing due to differences with the studio. That baggage means that there will always likely be what-ifs accompanying this film. Three and a half stars. Ant-Man is a Walt Disney Studios release and is rated PG for mild science fiction violence and coarse language. As always, DoctorOfMovies.com for more reviews and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at DoctorOfMovies. Movies.